red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and the hair don'ts. This is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host. Ladies and gentlemen. Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Travis. Hello. I'm here in the studio with my co-pilot on the beauty plane, Mr. Travis Cronin. Hello. But Trav, what did you think of the Golden Globes? Let's I, just get right to it. I I thought they were okay. Just okay? I thought they were just which, okay. Which part was just okay? Uh, what you talked about, what we talked about yesterday, the most okay thing, Jennifer Aniston's dress. Oh, I, you know, I It's just, lingering in my mind how mad I am at her. I'm so mad at it. <laughs> I'm so mad at it. Like, we just were chatting about how Jennifer Aniston always wears a black dress and like her hair down. And so we decided to like do a little bit of research and dive deep into this. And it is actual fact that since 2002, she has only worn black dresses to the Golden Globes. Oh my God. Like she has only worn black dresses and usually her hair is exactly the same. So if you go to usmagazine.com slash stylish, you can see... Every time she's worn a black dress. But I liked Globes, Brad Winning. Kind of Brad Winning and her standing up for him. Was no, it was a cute very moment. sweet. And by the way, I think that Brad Pitt's hair won the Golden He's Globes. been taking his biotin. It looks good. It's, it is true. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but I'll have what he's having. But I think that, you know, with makeup, there were some really interesting looks. Mm-hmm. And really, what was like a big statement at this year's Golden Globes were the brows. And so. We have a phenomenal guest here in the studio with us today. Yes, we do. A brow expert, a global brow. <laughs> what is your title? The global brow expert for, for Benefit Cosmetics. That's exactly right. I like that title. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. We have Jared here with Yay, us. I'm so excited. Oh my Thank god. You guys. Oh my god. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I've been waiting. I've been waiting Where for this moment. This is life. my Golden Globe moment here with you guys. <laughs> this is, this it. is what I've been waiting for. Oh my God, you guys. Jared Bailey, there is nobody like him when it comes to brows in the world. Oh, you're the So we have to like call you in to talk about this brow trend at the Golden Globes because it was like, I feel like it was like pretty major. Like there were a lot of really interesting looks with, with, um, kinds of bushy. Yes. But like there were like some, Mm -hmm. like more pared down eye makeup and we saw a heavy brow. And then with like major crazy crystal eye makeup. We saw some heavy brows. So, you know, it's kind of like all across the board. Yeah, you know, eyebrows have been like, they've moved into like this new playground of self-expression for over the past couple of years. You've seen a lot of people, you know, where used to, you could only really play with like your eye color and your eyeliner and maybe a bold lip and things on your cheek. But now as like, products have become more and more sophisticated. Eyebrows have become more and more popular and their people are using that to really express themselves and really embellish their entire style, their totally. entire look. Totally. Well, yeah. you know, we're, we're seeing people do these wild trends like feather brows yeah. and like, do you remember Travis that, um, influencer who has like a Frida Kahlo brow. Yes. I met her at a party. You saw her again. Yeah, I saw her again. You just keep running into her. No, she like, she looks like Spain Spanish and she has a full Frida unibrow. And it's really dark. Really, really dark. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah. she looks great. It's very cool that, you know, it's like anybody can do anything. So are there any brow trends that you think people shouldn't do? Do we, you know, people ask me that question a lot. If there's like something like any trends that you shouldn't follow and 
to be quite honest, as long as you're playing in the vein of makeup and you're really following a trend through applying makeup, whether you're camouflaging hairs or you're adding hairs in or or putting them in places that they're they're not already, I think that's okay. But when you start to really like shape your brow in different ways that become can kind of become permanent, whether that is mm-hmm. through a microblading or it's, you know, like like waxing off the back halves of your eyebrows. There's a lot of ways to actually making sure that you don't damage follicles or create scar tissue. And I think that if you want to follow trends, the way to really do it the safe way and the fun way is through makeup because it washes off. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, ask anybody who survived the 90s with their eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, and thanks, Drew Barrymore. Well, this, yeah, is, hello. Yeah. this is why I blame Kate Moss for my Your eyebrows are looking brow. really good, though. Well, I meant to say that I, when we came in. I, I use my benefit. Yeah, they look mm-hmm. they look really good. But th- that you. is the thing with people who like you, who are very fashionable and very fashion forward, who follow a lot of trends. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And people there wasn't a lot of brow education out there in the past. And so when thin brows were in, in the nineties, mm-hmm. um, this that, is forever. Kids. It is. <laughs> that's, that's, forever. Right. that's right. And what I would like to make a disclaimer that if you do want to get thin brows, cause thin brows are on the uptick. They are starting to come back. Oh God. I'm yeah. going to be on trend again. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Without yeah. using three but, products every morning, which I do. But the thing is, is you want to go to a professional because if True. you have them removed properly, where right. a lot of times we don't know how to remove hairs properly, it'll damage the follicle. And that's when the hair doesn't grow back. Right. So if you go to like a technician who's been thoroughly trained is, and goes to school for things like that, then you have no fear of like removing that hair and it won't growing back. It right. will definitely grow back. Amazing. Yeah. The brow bar all over New York City. That's right. I love those. All right. So let's talk about some of our favorites at the Golden Globes in terms of brows. I was obsessed, obsessed with Saoirse Ronan's makeup. Mm -hmm. It was like this flushed eye that felt very fresh and new to me. She wore um, a couple of shades of like liquid shimmery shadow that was almost like a sunset Mm. shade, like kind of like a... More of an orange than a bronze. Yeah. Like it almost looks like a sunset to me. Yeah. And she only wore one coat of mascara and it was an aubergine shade. Oh. So it was almost like her lashes kind of disappeared. And so her brows were like very Interesting. important for framing the whole look. Absolutely. And you know, when you, especially when you're like playing down the eye makeup and you're not wearing a heavy lash or like tons of coats of mascara, your brows play a really important role. And if you look at Sersha's brows in this, they actually are a bit more undone. They're almost like, yeah. I call them like boyfriend esque. Oh, I it's love a, a little bit more brow. of a masculine take on a brow where everything is a little bit. It, it looks almost like ungroomed-ish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say ish because you definitely, there is some grooming there. You can tell that when you look at they're pictures all of her. Up. Exactly. Yeah. They're all going in that same direction, but they're not over-trimmed where that was a kind of a thing for a while sure. where things were really short and it was a very clean line. Mm-hmm. This is a bit more of a natural, it's almost like, what do you call the hems on things when they're not finished, you know? Oh, just an unfinished hem, I think. Oh, oh yes. Like I thought I just made it up. Okay, yeah, like yeah. a raw hem. So yeah, yeah raw. raw. That was I it. So that. it's very raw edges along those brows, which do keep it looking a little less polished. Which is a cool take for a major red carpet like the Golden Globes. It I absolutely think that's is. very fresh. Yeah. So should we stop trimming our brows? 
So here's the thing. <laughs> if you stop trimming your brows, you're definitely going to get long ones because, you guys, this is tresses, right? You know hair yes, grows and your right. brows are hair. So they will keep growing. So there is an element of trimming to that, but it's not over trimming. Right. So typically what I always suggest, like if you want to get a brow like that, when you get them trimmed, you would brush them up. Mm-hmm. And instead of trimming along the brow hairline, you just move a couple of millimeters up and save a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. Now, you can go to a lot of brow experts to get your brows done and, and to get them trimmed. And and most people are going to trim right along that line. If you go somewhere and you really do your research, and this is the way we train them at the Brow Bars at Benefit, hairs are actually cut on more on an individual basis, mm-hmm. like in groups of twos and threes versus just those straight lines, those How blunt. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Other places are kind of like you just cut right along. Yeah. And that is right. the way you're taught in schools. Really? So like esthetician schools around the world, you're taught that way, which is why like you really want to like do research. do it. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. But they all go in different directions, like yeah. every couple of millimeters. Yeah, which is why you want to only trim a few at a time. And so to really create looks like that, mm-hmm. you want to really work with the natural direction of the hair growth yep. to do those types of things. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So another look that I loved at the Golden Globes that I was like absolutely over the moon obsessed with was Lucy Boynton. Oh who, my God, obsessed. You know, my favorite makeup look. She is just a beauty chameleon. Her makeup artist, Joe Baker, takes a lot of risks and a lot of chances and they just like really go there. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So she had these crystal embellished yeah. sort of wings. Applicates. And her brows mm. were very groomed. Yeah. I suppose to frame that. Yeah, well, you know, anytime that you're doing a big eye like that, uh-huh. people are going to look at your brows as well. So it's really important to have like a really polished look. I love crystals around the eye. So I think cool. it is just really amazing, really beautiful, so breathtaking. Your brows play a really important role in this. And if you look at Lucy, look at any picture you see of Lucy from the Golden Globes. Yep. What is happening on her brows right now is happening all over the internet. Mm. True. It is huge. People are calling it brow lamination. Really? Oh, so this, we were going to talk about brow lamination. Oh, that's so funny. Well, talk her look so looks is, very similar to that. What does that mean? So brow lamination is a process that you can get to actually redirect the hair growth of your brow. So where we were just talking about how brows grow in multiple directions. Yep. If you want that really like brushed up look, because your hair has curl in it and a bend, you have to find products that relax it. Now, this isn't something you should try at home, people. Okay? Yeah. Go to a professional. Because to be honest, it is actually a perm solution. Okay. So just like when you get your hair permed, you put a chemical in it to relax the bend, and then you put a chemical in it to set it around the roller. So for brow lamination, it's very similar in the sense that you use that chemical to relax the hair, then you brush them up. And I've been doing brow lamination now for a couple of months. Oh, wow. And you then, instead of laying rollers in it to curl it, you actually lay plastic wrap, like saran wrap, to brush them up, and you let them set in those directions. And look at Lucy's brows, and you can see they all go up in those same directions. If you get a brow lamination process, that lasts for like six weeks. Wow, really? But you guys, there is a hack for this. Oh, tell me. So if you want to try it Relaxing on your brows first. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to try that when I get home, Travis. Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, but that is my next trip. I'm trying that. Okay. If you take a brow gel, so like 24-hour brow setter from Benefit. Now, one of the great things about this is it's super flexible. So if you take it and you let it air dry on the wand first Neat. and let it get really thick, kind of like you would lash glue. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you brush it up through the brow. Then you're going to take your finger and you're going to press it to the skin. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it's going to dry right onto the skin and give you that exact look that Lucy has Ooh. in um, her so brows want from it for the one Glitz. night or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or a test drive for mm-hmm. this. A lot of people don't want to like commit to six to eight weeks of something, especially if they don't know they're going to love well, it. And, Here's my question. Yeah. Is brow lamination the new microblading? So I so I literally just learned to do this a few months ago and I'm still experimenting and playing with it. Now, the where I went to get my certification, the lady also does um microblading and she does brow lamination and she's like, My microblading has been cut way in half. She's like, people aren't coming in for it. They don't want to learn it. And one of the things that I've said for years about microblading is that it really limits what you can do. It's almost mm. like say, committing to wearing the same dress yeah. for two years. I agree. And that, and then that is it. You, you can only add That's as it. many accessories before it's too much. So with microblading, it has a really interesting fading process. It's a yeah. very superficial mm-hmm. tattoo. For those of you who don't may not know what microblading is, it is like a tattooing of the eyebrow. It's super thin. It creates those little individual hairs, but because it's so thin on the skin, it does tend to fade. And yeah. I've it all been, blends together. It when does. It fades. Yeah. And now I've been traveling as the global brow expert for benefit for over seven years. I've been in brows much longer than that, over a decade. But you know, in Asia, microblading has been this huge trend that since like, like the 1400s. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been going there that long, Travis, you guys a disclaimer. I'm 37 years old. Um, but yeah, since the 1400s, Travis yeah. knows. Yeah. Um, but, embroidery. But, yeah, true. They, they actually called it embroidery. Travis yeah. is beauty obsessed. And yeah. if you can see, he has been microbladed. Yeah. For sure. Oh, no way. For sure. This, this is like a year old. Okay. Well, you know, the difference. And I go to Tina Lee. Okay. So, but the difference though is with a lot of males when they get microbladed, their hair is so thick and it's so coarse and the follicles are much closer together that you don't see it as, mm-hmm. right. as, 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 as dramatic as, as my girlfriends who get it. Yeah. And that, and that's, you know, estrogen versus testosterone, I guess. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That's what guys are typically more hairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so interesting. I love this lamination idea because it, yeah. it is the Instagram look. It's the red yep. carpet look now yep. that we said it go yes. on. Everybody wants those brows to yes. go above their brow line to yes. sort of yeah. fringe. And no, the thing is, is, everybody was like, at for people, this is very different than Quote, I'm using air quotes, you guys, feathering. It's very okay. different than yeah. feathering because this is a much more dramatic mm. um, version of it. But it's not as precise no. of a brow as like microblading, which no. I think that the reason why microblading is on the wane is because that Instagram makeup look mm-hmm. where everything was like very kind drag of contoured yeah. and, and drawn on it's drag makeup. Is, yeah. is, is gone. Now we're really being influenced by euphoria, personal expression, crystals, glitter, and it's kind of a little bit more like free form. Mm -hmm. It is, for sure. And that's, again, goes back to that playground. Like, people are really embracing, especially over the past, like, I feel like since the beginning of 2017, people have really started embracing, like, their own empowerment and Mm. really, like, going in that direction of like, I'm going to be me. I'm going to stand. This is what I stand for. This is who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're not limiting it just to like their beliefs, but also like the way they're dressing, the way they're doing their makeup. It's just a really 
That's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like Here self-expression. And I like in Sasha that she doesn't even do like a lash and it's yeah. all oh, about yeah. the brows. I love that. I think that's a big trend Her we're going to be seeing too. Her makeup artist for the Golden Globes Genius. and actually all the time is um, Kara Yoshimoto Rua mm. and she is really Genius. creative and out of the box with the products that she uses and especially like this whole season for Sersha has been really creative. Like she just did a look on her where she did like a a pale lavender eye where she used a liquid lipstick on Mm. the eye and then did no mascara whatsoever because she just wanted Mm -hmm. the eye to just kind of like, yeah. And it's monochromatic too, which I like. This is so beautiful. What a way to stand out amongst like a Mm -hmm. red carpet of people who go like ultra, ultra over like the top, this crystals, we do this. And then she's like, I'm doing a single coat of mascara. I loved it. It's really beautiful. (laughs) She's so delicate and just, yeah. yeah, And now speaking of delicate, it. Another favorite that I had at the Golden Globes was Cynthia Erivo, uh, who was nominated so for the movie Harriet, and she had that like silver cropped hair. Yeah, and her brows were almost um, they were they were pale-ish. Yes, they were much softer than than what you would typically expect. The other really interesting thing about Cynthia's look here is that she is, to me, the perfect example of mixing metals. I love so, that. So you know how like mm. people wear gold and silver together? Yep, which is cool. Her hair is very cool. Her brows are very warm. Oh, neat. So if you look at the contrast between those two, it's almost They're completely this, like, different. Yes, very different. Very unusual to do that type of look. Um, it very, you can absolutely pull it off when you commit to things like that. She has a warmer skin tone, cooler hair. Uh-huh. So it looks really, it's a very interesting mm-hmm. look. And that is something that's- Stand out, for sure. It is an and that's probably part of what made the look stand out. Yeah. yeah. And it also, it, again, it- a lot of times people who color their hair like this, a lot of times people are like, oh, well, you need your brows to match. You need this to match this. And actually, you you don't. You can actually play in both fields and create this really soft, Blonde warm, with super dark yeah. brows. Or go opposite and be blonde with super light, warm brows. Well, so it's I like, love mm. that because it's almost like, you know how they say, like with your perfect red lipstick, if you match the red undertones to the undertones of your skin— it looks beautiful, yeah. but if you go opposite the mm-hmm. undertones in your skin, it's really like a standout. Clash. Yeah, Power it clash. kind of like is is more of an unexpected, yeah. bold move. And I feel like this is sort of akin to that kind of color theory. It is. And you know, like if you are the type of person who wants to like kind of play around with looks like that, I always recommend looking for brow palettes. Yep. You know, like brow palettes are these like, great things. They have like multiple different shades and people always ask if like brow palettes are the same as eyeshadow palettes, which they're not. not. Cause yeah, thank you. (laughs) The powder's so different. So different. I mean, a lot of times in there's shimmer, there's waxes, all Mm -hmm. these different things that are pressed into eyeshadows to make them stand out and pop and do that. And you don't really want that in your brows. Right. Um, We just came out with a Browsings Pro palette. Uh Browsings is like an old product from Benefits, wax and powder, but we actually like got rid of all the shades and only came out with two palettes because people want to play like Cynthia's playing on Mm. this red carpet. They want to change up their look, but they don't want to have to commit to that every day or buy this one product that they're going to use. Right. Cause I had two brow benefit pencils that I would go in between before. Yeah. And so now with these ability to change up with palettes in the palettes that we have, we have lights and we have, we have light medium, medium deep. And the great thing is inside all of those, you have clear waxes, warm waxes, cool waxes, cool powders, 
medium powders, warm powders. So you have all the ability to create looks that are just like this without having to like buy multiple pencils, right. buy multiple different products to That's do that. That's so cool. Yeah. So you can express yourself via one product. Yeah. I didn't even know there were different waxes. I just learned so, that. Okay. This is like the other thing, which is really cool. So um, if you go back to like Lucy with the laminated brows, yep. another, if you have very fine brow hair, which um, I think that a, it's rare to find men with fine brow hair, but a lot of women have finer brow hair. Um, Especially if their hair is a little, I don't know, it just depends. But if they're finer, you can use clear waxes mm -hmm. to actually brush that up. You guys have seen the soap brow trick, right? Yeah. And those of you listening, you've probably heard about the soap brow trick. <laughs> I haven't. You, whoa. Oh, that's great. So, Tell me about this soap brow trick. Soap brow has been around <laughs> for like a couple of years now. And basically you take a clear bar of soap okay. and a spoolie. And you work the spoolie into the soap. And then you brush that through your brow. So... When you how to brush feather it, them. Yeah, you kind of so feather them. Stay. It stays, but it's not hard. Like, um, you know, gel can harden. So this is like a flexible hold. It's got flexible people. Um, <laughs> but what if it rains and then you get the soap in your eyes? Yeah, bubbles. <laughs> um, that is kind of like the... I That's always like would only do things like that when it would be for photo shoots, things like right. that, because... I, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I am looking to date one if you guys know anybody, but I don't think soap would be the best thing to leave in your on your skin right. and so in your dry. hair. Yeah. yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know. I, like I said, I'm not a doctor. Um, but clear waxes are made for the brow. Sure. So this was kind of like the benefit hack to being able to get that soap brow trick with a product that was actually designed for the brow hair. So you yeah. use it the same way. You dip a spoolie into uh -huh. the clear wax and then you would brush it through the brows and you can press it onto your skin. So that's mm -hmm. the way that you can sort of road test the brow lamination trend too. That's right. I'm Sexy flexy. That. Yeah. Sexy flexy. Sexy flexy brows people. All right, before we let you go, what is going to be the biggest brow trend of 2020? You know, I think in 2020, people are going to start to go for a thinner, more texturized look. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. You know, Sharper, but texturized. Yeah. So that brow lamination is going to play a huge part in that. That's going to okay. get bigger and bigger. I check on Instagram all the time to look at different things that are popping up. And I've been following brow lamination for the past like four months. And every time I look at that hashtag, it's grown by like 10,000, 10,000, wow. 10,000, wow. which means more and more people are getting it done and posting it. When I first started looking, it was at like 40,000 tags. Now it's over 100,000. Wow. So it's like really growing in popularity. And I have more and more clients reaching out to me. I, I take care of all of our celebrity clients and influencer clients that benefit and they I've asked me several times about it. So we're, we're experimenting. We're playing. I think Exciting. it's going to be thinner and more texturized. Wow. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good for you, Gwen. I mean, I'm going to be back in style. Yeah, but, like, you, have, but you have long hairs that you could laminate up, yes. too. So I'm going to, like, I'm working through a process now with okay. lamination. This is kind of, like, the thing that one of the big things that I do with, with Benefit is, like, work on different services and mm -hmm. different things. And not only can you like relax those hairs and push them up, I'm working on things to fix like hooked brows and the, the sperm mm -hmm. brow that everybody oh, is brow. so terrified poor of. Girls. Yeah, poor, poor things. Never found the egg. Yeah, <laughs> never, ever. Um, what about for people who did like succumb to the microblading yeah. and they want to, is there any way to hasten the, the fading? So, you know, with that, it actually comes down to more of like camouflaging that color versus... Um, Got it. So what I always recommend is getting a matte concealer 
Interesting. And using a sponge tip mm-hmm. applicator to kind of apply that. And yeah. you can actually do that with through the hair. Like typically a concealer, you can wipe off the hair because your hair is a bit more oily than the skin. Yep. So if you use a matte mm-hmm. concealer... Um, so we have cakeless, like Boing cakeless. Yeah, you could cakeless use. is so great. Yeah, but any matte concealer that you would want to take on a sponge tip applicator before you apply your brows, go through and kind of sponge around those areas, typically where your hair is a bit more fine, so towards the ends, and, and work through that. And then you reapply. I call it, you want to like glamouflage. Glamouflage. Enhance. <laughs> yeah. A little glamouflage. I Never hurt that. nobody. <laughs> now, amazing. how, is there a brow serum that you recommend to people? A brow you, growth serum. So there's a lot of things out there. Way back in the day, I used to tell my clients, this was like 12 years ago. I was like, just get Castro. men's extra. No, I said men's extra strength Rogaine. Oh. On a Q-tip. Yeah. And that, That's that actually cool. like, I, I. You got to keep it up though. You do. The you second do. you stop. Yeah. Now, hair, your brow hair is like the hair on your head. So if you're looking for serums, look for products that have known ingredients to help healthy hair growth. Right. Soy proteins, keratin proteins. We have a brow primer, brow conditioning primer that we put both of those in. We also went an extra step and added the applicator with these little nodules. So if you've ever gotten your hair washed at a salon, they massage your head and they they Mm -hmm. talk about it like... You want to stimulate the hair follicle because mm-hmm. each individual hair is attached to a blood vessel, the derma vessel. That's right. So for healthy hair growth, you need healthy blood flow. Right. So we created these applicator for Bravo Conditioning Primer to have these nodules to give your brows this mini massage while you're applying it to help stimulate that blood flow as well. So you have the physical stimulation plus the ingredient stimulation to really help promote thicker, healthier, fuller looking brows. So when you're looking for brow serums or looking for brow primers, look for things that have those types of ingredients. Go to Google, type it in, hair growth. You know, castor oil has been this myth. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because when I look at castor oil and I see what's in it, it doesn't have things that are really known for that. Growth. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I've... Every, I used it for a while and I didn't really see a huge difference. My mom drank castor oil to go into labor with me. Oh, God. I'm not kidding. She tells me that all the time. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why you have such a good thick head of hair. Gwen, you just cracked the code. I mean, I think I did. You I think just I did. cracked the code. You guys, if you're pregnant, drink, shake a shot of castor oil. <laughs> Wait till nine months, though. Oh, my gosh. You mm. were just so much fun to talk to. Oh, my God. You yes, I learned so much. Thank oh, you. You guys, you. Jared mm. Bailey is the king of brows. If yes, you didn't is. know that, you know it now. Put a crown on it, guys. Benefit global brow expert. Uh, Catch him in your city soon. That's right. Right on. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. on, Travis. Yes. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Get Trust with Us. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Until then, go to usmagazine.com/stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. And until next week. Stay gorgeous.